Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Ryan Wiedig. Ryan Wiedig is the president and CEO of Vasion, formerly Printer Logic, and is responsible for building and growing the Vasion team, creating customer success and growing long-term shareholder value. Previously, Ryan was the chief operating officer at Printer Logic, where he played a critical role in establishing the company as a global leader in enterprise print management. Ryan believes in building smart teams who are dedicated to solving customers' real-world problems. Wiedek has over 17 years of experience in the enterprise IT infrastructure space. His time in this field consists of account development with Omniture, now Adobe, system engineering and account management with Cisco Systems, and many years as an independent consultant for various organizations. He is driven by his passion to simplify the way enterprise IT is designed and implemented. Wiedek has a Bachelor of Science in Business Management from BYU's Marriott School of Management and an MBA from the George Washington University School of Business. He holds several engineering certifications from both Cisco Systems and VMware. Well, good afternoon, Ryan. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. You bet, Ryan. This is a pretty exciting. Uh, you know, we've not really chatted before this particular podcast, but uh, what's really cool in this kind of, I guess, small technology circles that we run in is uh, we were just talking about Printer Logic, a product that uh, I've used in the past and it's been very intuitive. So that's one thing we get to share in common, I guess, before we get to you know, truly meet each other. So thanks again. I appreciate you jumping on the show. We're going to jump into the questions. Awesome. Yeah. For being a customer. Sounds like. Yeah. It's awesome. So Ryan, you've got quite the career in technology as a leader, and now you're the CEO of Vasion, which is formerly Printer Logic. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Um, Yeah. So I would say that the, the main secret to my career growth, like going back um, early days was I was willing to be an entrepreneur um, as, as soon as I got going. I, I, I got out of high school. I went on a service mission for my church for a couple of years. And um, that opened up my eyes to kind of the bounty that we have here, here in the United States in particular. Um, but in, in, in a lot of the places where technology is flourishing versus some of the areas where it's not. And so um, you, you kind of gain an appreciation for just the, the infrastructure that we have. I, 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 after, after I got back from that, I, I just became an entrepreneur. I just had a knack for um, business process and business process automation of smaller businesses. I did that for a while. In fact, it was during that process that the original founder, uh, Jarrett Taylor, became one of my clients. Uh, he had a, a company called Printer Properties Pro. And in technology circles, some people might know that. That goes clear back to the Novell days. Um, I did some consulting work for him, got to know him. And he's the one who actually helped me get into technology, like really following in love with the IT infrastructure, enterprise IT sale, just by the work that I did with him on the, on the business side. And eventually I said, man, you know, if I really want to be in this industry, I need to get deeper into the technology. So it's a long story. And, you know, but I think I think the, the cool part of my story that um, was really important was I went from having this, you know, pretty successful small business consulting company um, by the time I was 24, 25 to saying, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to get more education. I actually joined Cisco Systems as a as a system engineer, making a lot less money than my little company was making. And that reset, like I had to walk in and all of a sudden, instead of being 
the guy who was helping these small businesses figure out business process and, and how to grow and develop their business. All of a sudden I was walking into rooms where I was the, the stupidest guy in the room and I had to be like learning all the time and, and I had to find mentors and I had to find people that would really help grow and develop me. And, and, and without a lot of those folks getting me through the program that I went through at Cisco, I would have never made it as an engineer. Um, but I, I, I feel like that was an important part of my career trajectory was being willing to take a step back and then aggressively go after the engineering. After that, I spent, oh man, I spent four and a half, almost five years with Cisco, mainly as a system engineer. And then eventually as an account executive, uh, pivoted back towards getting an MBA, additional education. And it was when I was doing that MBA that uh, I called up my old buddy, Jarrett Taylor. And I said, hey, do you have anything going on where I could convert one of my old classes into an independent study? Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, just like write a marketing plan, a business plan for old time's sake. And he said, actually, I have this really awesome software. I built it. I've got a couple awesome customers on it, but you know, on the business end, I, you know, like it would be fun to connect with you. So we started writing the business plan out of that, out of that, for that class. And it wasn't long. He started saying, Hey, you gotta, at the time I was in, in DC, um, and he's like, you got to move back to Southern Utah of all places. And we got to, we got to do this thing. Cause this is, this is really exciting. And, um, the things kind of clicked and it made sense. Um, and in 2012, uh, moved back and, and that's, that's kind of the, it was that business plan that we wrote that eventually became the name changed to printer logic and, and eventually made the acquisitions that led us to the the company name now evasion. So um, those were some, some key pivot points, like being entrepreneurial at the beginning, being open to take a step back, be the dumbest guy in the room. And then um, being willing, I had a very clear plan with Cisco. Like I was, I, I had at the time, my, my wife, she was ready to go to India or China and do some international management with the new MBA that we were getting um, with Cisco. So then there's this other third piece of just like really being flexible and when opportunity presents itself, being willing to pivot back into entrepreneurship, I think earlier than our plans were, but definitely a decision I'm glad that we made. So this kind of that flexibility of, of going after opportunities as they present themselves. That's awesome. Love that story. You know, you kind of came full circle. Um, and I think like a lot of people in their stories, they've, kind of traversed they've you know made a pivot shifted come back and and then they had probably probably a broader perspective on their why and and they were successful as an entrepreneur so we appreciate your story ryan so ryan let's talk about the last year or so um, about this pandemic right we've all pivoted we've all shifted um, could you maybe share with us what you've done or doing still today to help your company stay relevant in this economy? Yeah. So, um, God, when that thing hit, it was, it, there were, it was, it was a pretty wild ride. And, um, at first, you know, you, like from, I remember from March 15th to April 1st, everything just kind of froze, like all new business just kind of froze. And we didn't know what that meant. Um, the good news for us as a company was we saw our, we, our 
um, renewals go strong even during that period and then into that next quarter really really strong as the new business started to come back online um, so from from the from the printer logic product perspective um, it was it was actually a pretty smooth a much smoother ride than than we anticipated or than uh, I think a lot of people experience. So we feel pretty fortunate about the way that that, that hit. Unfortunately, you know, we, when we were in that bracing process, you know, there was, there was the first layoff of our company, which was like the worst experience of my life as a CEO. Um, not, not fun at all. It was um, about a, a 10% um, reduction in workforce. And, you know, those are people's lives. And it was, that was pretty, that was a pretty tough experience. Um, so, so that those were some of the immediate changes and reaction that we made. Fortunately, like one of the really cool things that happened was um, we uh, in October of 2018, in anticipation of someday, you know, um, if, if people stop, being so excited about printing and managing the printers. What do we do to be more relevant in the digital space? Uh, and we had acquired a company that was a full-blown enterprise content management tool called Maxvault. And they had great customers, a really cool set of employees. And we bought them with the idea to tool that up that over the next five to 10 years, really build that product into um, something that would be a relevant tool through the digital transformation. Cause we felt like, you know, we understood printing better than anybody out there. We're number one in the world and it comes to serverless printing infrastructure. Um, and, and so we said, we know, and what is printing? Printing is business processes. This is, this is when you print something, it's because a process occurred in the business typically. And so we have to understand those workflows really, really well. And if a company is, moving from a printer-based economy or, or business process um, and into a digital, who better than us, who really understands that piece um, to, to, to help them onto their digital transformation journey. And I think that's the key is like, we saw that as a journey. Like people don't just wake up and say, oh, cool. Where's every nice digital tool I can cobble together and now I'm digitally transformed. It's not how it works. Like businesses say one process at a time, how can we get a little more efficient? How can we automate this? How can we, um, you know, get better? And so um, we felt like there was a huge gap between the analog, the, the print space where the paper process has still occurred and the digital space where people are just saying, no, you should wake up one day and be digital. And we said, knowing the printer space and how people use those to scan and how sometimes things need to get printed off, we, by acquiring this ECM, could be a really relevant guide to helping businesses kind of like make that transition. Now, in 2018, when we made the acquisition, it was like a five-year horizon um, for that to, that we anticipate that product to really come on strong. Um, but the way that COVID uh, works and has worked is that that has accelerated dramatically. The, the path to digital transformation is dramatically accelerated. And so um, some of the things that we changed were, um, we, you know, we anticipated getting the product out uh, by the beginning of the year um, and um, March, uh, so April 1st, we did kind of the official uh, launch of the the new UX and new UI 
Um, we had had the SaaS, we had kind of SaaSified it over the two and a half years, the, the Maxvault product. And, um, you know, that just really lines up with, I mean, I think it was a Gartner study that said the typical CIO coming out of COVID says that COVID has accelerated their digital transformation journey by up to six years on average. Mm -hmm. And so now here we are, we, you know, the, the print business is going strong, like, and, and it's, it's just been amazing how resilient that's been. Um, but at the, at the same time, we have this new product that's just spot on, you know, one of, one of the answers that the market's looking for of how do we, we do the digital transformation. And as a company, our DNA now with the ECM and the, the print side, we kind of understand really well how to guide people through kind of both of those worlds. That's great. Amazing. I appreciate you know, how you all had to make that shift and it was difficult at first, but uh, obviously like everybody else, uh, you have to really look at doing business different in order to survive. So Ryan, let's talk about the technology behind this. Um, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging tech in your tech stack, but anything specific you might be able to share with us briefly? Um, well, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't know if you're asking to go deep into the, I, I would just go into like how the product is built. I feel like there's a lot of point products in the space that, that we live in, right? Like mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of workflow tools out there. There's uh, e-form tools out there. There's capture and OCR tools out there. There's e-signature tools, there's storage tool. There's, there's, there's all kinds of you know, unique tools and point products. And I think that especially in the mid market, it's a real challenge for businesses to understand how to cobble those things together. So when I look at the technology that we built, what we're really proud of moving forward on the Bayesian platform is to say, not only do we understand print and we're integrating our print abilities to, to, to do enterprise print management in a serverless way, um, but to integrate it into a platform where all those things that I just named are integrated into a single integrated platform. Like that's what's unique about us. Those that's the technology that we're bringing to market and to really large enterprise with a lot of money and tons of people that might, they might just kind of look at something like that and say, you know, we, well, we've got, we got, I could name a ton of different products. Right. And I won't, I won't do that, but we, you know, we have this tool over here. We have, a development team over there and we're cobbling, we're putting all this stuff together. Um, I think what, where, whether there's a, a huge opportunity is um, for us as a company to put those technologies together in a single in integrated platform. And that's what we've done. So I think that's what we're excited about. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, that's great. That's kind of what we were looking at for, you know, a lot of people are leveraging some of the new technology to kind of, you know, get that competitive edge or might make things more efficient within your process. So we do appreciate that share on that. So Ryan, last question here, is there something you could share with us uh, something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or leadership? Yeah. Looking to grow. So, and this isn't, I wouldn't say this is just necessarily for technology. Um, but just in general, one of the observations that I've made, I know, I know Jarrett, uh, Mike, the, the founder and myself, uh, like we both had opportunities where you have to, sometimes you have to take a step back to get the, the real experience. Like everybody will pay you 
Um, and especially in a market like right now, they'll pay you good money for the experience that you have. And so it's easy to get caught in a trap of just like making the maximum amount of money that you can make right now. Um, because right now is the moment to make that money and you want to make, you want to bring that home. I think one of the, one of the little secrets to the success that I see from, from most of the entrepreneurs is they're all willing to say, actually, I'm going to make a lot less money. In fact, sometimes I'm even going to work for free because that's the only way I'm going to get the skills that go way beyond what I have. And so sometimes, you know, you know, making less money um, for six months or even a year to acquire the skills that then bump you, like catapult you into a new stratosphere is, is a sacrifice. It's kind of difficult to make sometimes, but I just, there hasn't been a time that I've seen somebody go through that. that doesn't, it just doesn't pay off huge dividends in the end. So like in the tech space in particular, there's, there's so many skills that are, that are, that, that can really set you apart. Um, but, but a lot of times you, like I say, you got to put in some, some elbow grease and sweat equity to find people willing to share those with you. And I, I'd say, look for opportunities like that. Thank you, Ryan. That's, that's, that is very insightful. And a lot of people have had to take a step back and it's exactly what you share with us at the beginning of the podcast, you know, take a step back and be willing to roll up your sleeves and expand your horizons, your knowledge in order to make that big leap forward. So thanks again. And Ryan, it was a pleasure having you on today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate the time. Thanks for having us on. Bye for now. Bye for now.